Hey ladies, welcome back to the Worthy Girl Podcast. I am your host, Miss Andrew, and today we're going to be talking about the show for my man and how much it stresses me out. Okay, so for one, I'm really not the ride or die type. I'm going to tell, right? I'm not going to go down with this. I'm not ruining my life for anybody, right? And I'm also not going to put myself in a situation where I would even be around these kind of things. So I'm not a ride or die. I won't hide the body. None of that. You know, don't even call me, really, because, you know, I'm not going to be there. You know, I'm not the girl that you call when you're going through something and, um, you need somebody to help you stash the body or you need somebody to clean up the blood and all that. I'm not going to jail. I'm not putting myself in that situation. So that's one. If you are dating someone or you have friends who are causing people to pass on to the next life, this is not the crowd for you, right? Because having a boyfriend that's living that lifestyle is very dark and dangerous and it's not even the life that you want to live. It's not fun. It's not exciting. Um, he's putting himself in harm's way and also putting you in harm's way every day. And if you have children or even one child, then that should make you even more reluctant to deal with these kind of dudes. When you are like running the streets and you're like selling drugs and being living that lifestyle, you attract more negativity into your um, space. You'll be attracting, you know, gun violence, drugs, people who, you know, run the streets and don't have any moral compass. You'll be attracting these kind of people, these thug-minded guys, and getting police attention. Do you want that? Simply because that's the crowd that you're around and that's the lifestyle that you're involved in. So it's really important to make sure that the people who you're dating, the friends that you are around, that's number one, are not causing you to um, even have the dilemma where you have to, you know, figure out if you want to call the police or hide a body, right? So, you know, it's sure that the people that you're around are not like selling drugs, running with gangsters, committing crimes, getting themselves caught up in, you know, dramas and beefs. And every time you turn around, you know, somebody's in a headlock, right? It's just messy. It's just messy. And then you got to cover things up and become an accomplice and all that. So yeah, that's what the show is about. If you don't know what the show For My Man is about, For My Man is about girls who are willing to kill people, hurt people, sell drugs, commit crimes, you know, do whatever it is that they need to do for their man. And most of them end up in jail. A lot of them end up, unfortunately, dead. And some of them, you know, actually live to tell the story on the show. And, you know, that's that's a great thing that they've 
serve their time, I guess. And, you know, they still have some life left to live. But we don't want to be in that situation at all anyway. You know, um, these girls, a lot of them are young. A lot of them um, did not experience love at home the way at least they should have been experiencing it. And the reason I say this is because I've watched the episodes, you know, and I see that a lot of the girls who decide to do these crimes for their man are doing it for the, for his love. They're doing it for his approval, for his acceptance, and they're really hoping that these things will show that she's down for him and, you know, that she's deserving. A lot of times they do it just on the spot. You know, it wasn't like premeditated. A lot of times the girl is just like, okay, let me shoot this guy because he's, you know, messing with my man. I've also seen those episodes where a girl kills or harms another girl for her man, you know, and not like to protect him, but to protect her relationship with him, right? So there are also the situations where the girls are fighting amongst each other over a guy or whatever. So there are different reasons behind why these girls do this, but it's about being down for yourself, right? It's not about proving that we're down for anyone but ourselves, because there are other healthier ways to prove if you feel the need to, which I mean, you shouldn't, but there are other ways to show. That's a better way, um, a better way to say it. There are other ways to show that you appreciate and love someone and that you're there for them without putting yourself in this type of situation. So, you know, it's a warped way of showing love. You know, it's a, it's a hood mentality. It's, it's a ghetto mentality. And it's not a mentality that we want to adopt or allow anyone to cause us to adopt. You know, we don't want to fall into that category either. But yeah. And, and honestly, the show is very frustrating for me because I do enjoy the whole storyline or whatever. Like it's enjoyable. I can, I can, I can enjoy the show in a way. I'm a sucker for a good story. So Sometimes I do like to, you know, listen to a couple of these crime watch daily things. Um, they're very entertaining to me and they're very informative. They show me, you know, ways that people are getting away with things um, so that I can be more cautious in my life. And it's also showing me the dangers um, of things that we probably didn't know were very dangerous. So, yeah. But the show is very frustrating because I just don't understand why women are doing this. Um, well, let me scratch that. Of course, I understand it, you know, on a psychological level and um, on a mental, spiritual level, because these people are, you know, a lot of the girls, like I said, they're suffering on the inside. So I do understand why they're doing it, because, you know, they don't have that um, love and acceptance that they want. That's like the main theme there. But we have to admit, but we have to admit one thing though. Some of these girls are just trouble. You know, like some of them are tough girls or just not not right in the head where they are doing these things that are, you know, potentially to the point where they're doing these things that are potentially harmful to them and, you know, if they have children, their children's lives as well. Because I've seen situations where girls have gone to jail for their man and their children are left without a mother and a father. So I'm just like, we really need to make sure that we're not ending up on these shows. You know, the parents go through it too because the, 
the parents don't have their child, the kids don't have their parents, and everybody just loses in this situation. I don't see any benefits at all. There are no benefits, at least not for you, because a lot of the time the guy doesn't even go to jail. But the thing is, we have to take responsibility. Everything is not on the guy. Yes, there are women who have been coerced or they're just hanging out with a guy who is trouble and she's not, you know, a lot of times, yeah, there are good girls. They're going to school, you know, they're working, they're um, following their dreams and trying to do this. And then they get caught up with a thug and their life gets brought down. That's why I say holding him down is holding yourself down too. Okay. It's not beneficial. So yes, there are women who do go through that, but we do have to understand that everything is not on him, the guy, because we have to take responsibility for our own lives and what we want for ourselves. We can't pin everything on the guy. So if you're a good girl, quote unquote, that's going to school and doing all the right things, don't associate yourself with a guy who doesn't have anything going for him. And especially if he's like one of these thug guys, because what is that going to do for you, right? It's only going to bring you down, not up, if anything. And worst case scenario is going to jail or passing on to the next life due to hanging out with these people. So watch your friends, watch your man. Let's do the right thing, guys. So let's talk about Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya Mayweather, for a second. So this girl is young, gorgeous, and rich, right? She has access to high-quality men. How does she have this access? Because, well, her dad is, you know, in the upper echelon financially. And let's let's not call him high-quality, okay? Because he is trash, okay? I would never, ever, ever, ever date Floyd Mayweather. It's not even, the money's not enough. I can't stand his personality. (laughs) And plus, I like smart guys. This man could not read. I, I mean, anywho, this girl, Floyd Mayweather's daughter, has access to all of these high quality men, but she chose to date NBA young boy. Oh, okay. This ain't even about him right now. The fact that we all know what happened with her stabbing this girl. She, long story short, she got into a fight. Well, let's back it up a little. She went to NBA Youngboy's house and, you know, complaining because he had another girl in there. So being a pick me, she fights this girl and she loses the fight, which is kind of crazy because she's Floyd Mayweather's daughter. So I just... Yeah, that part was weird. But yeah, so she loses the fight. And then she decides to go and grab a knife out of the kitchen and stab this girl. Luckily, the girl survived. But she ended up facing charges over this whole thing. But the point of the matter is this. She did that for her man. You see, she would be a girl who ends up on the episode, especially if this girl would have died. If this girl would have died, that would have been murder. But luckily she didn't. But I'm saying this is another episode of For My Man. And then not even a man. I mean, we're talking about NBA Youngboy. And no disrespect to him. Look, I'm just saying I personally could never see myself at any age dating um, an NBA Youngboy. 
But one thing we do know is that he has a very kind of masculine persona. So she is probably attracted to that, that thug kind of thing. And that's why she's out here stabbing people. Like, I just can't. I mean, me personally, if I was Floyd Mayweather's daughter, I would be like a total (laughs) different, but that's me. You know, that's me. I'm not going to judge her. I'm hoping that she learns from this situation. I feel personally that she should face charges for stabbing this girl because it's not right, regardless of who you are, to not only fight someone and get upset that they're um, with your man when she probably didn't even know about you, but also to just stab this girl. Like, what are you trying to do? (laughs) This is one girl. Even if she dies, you do realize there will be another one, right? Like, you do realize that she is not the sole person. She is just a symbol of his infidelity. And the rumors are now that she's pregnant by him. So, I mean, is this ratchet saga going to continue? Is it going to continue? Because if it is, I'm just like, it's terrible. Some of them just ran with a a tougher crowd, if you want to say. But for the most part, yeah, these are people who lack that love that they wanted and, you know, that approval. They don't feel content within themselves. So we understand why they're doing it for the most part. But it's just like, you know, putting themselves in this position is is so detrimental because every minute counts of your life, right? Every moment counts. So do you really want to spend any moment of your life in jail? Like... Think about that. It's really hard to get out of trouble, but it's really easy to get into it, right? So we want to be careful. We want to be smart with the decisions that we're making. We want to surround ourselves with people who people who are beneficial to our life, people who are bringing our vibrations up, people who are vibing with us, people who um value themselves, right? Because why waste your youthful years on someone who doesn't even value their youthful years, right? Why? Because when you really think about it, spending your time with, you know, these guys who are not just drug dealers, you know, but also guys who are just, you know, that guy who is running the streets, the guy who is acting tough, the guy who is living in the underworld. These people from the underworld, no matter what they're doing, you know, I just say selling drugs because it's something that is um, something that I see the most common, right? But I feel like no matter what level of lifestyle that this person is living, if they're in the underworld, there's no reason for you to be dragged down into that as well. No reason. You know, a lot of women are harmed in these situations when they're dealing with these thug guys. And there's no reason to put yourself in that situation. There's no reason, you know. I know love is strong or whatever, but you can't fall in love with someone who you don't talk to. See, that's the thing that I never understood about when people say you can't help who you love. Sure you can. Sure you can. Because I help who I love, right? I help who I text, who I like, who I talk to, you know, at every level. There, what do you mean (laughs) that you can't help who you love? Literally, if a guy that I'm not interested in you know, approaches me, I'm going to shut it down. Respectfully, of course. 
So how am I going to even end up falling in love with him if we never have a conversation? If I never give him time of day, right? So that's the thing that's so confusing for me. Like, what do you mean you can't help who you love? Sure you can. So we need to help who we're loving, help who we're liking. If these guys come up to you, if you know that a guy is like not living the life that you want your man to live, seriously, and be honest with yourself, be honest with yourself. Don't be that girl who's like, oh, I don't know. You know, like he's cute. He seems nice. No, forget the whole seems nice thing. Look at the whole picture for what it is. Okay. If he's one of these thug dudes or one of these guys who will even get you in this situation, if we can see that ahead of time, then we can avoid it ahead of time, right? A lot of times, um, you know, the relationship starts good. The guy seems normal. You know, you're like, okay, he's not a thug. He's not this. And then things happen along the relationship. So I'm not saying you can avoid every situation like this from happening to you. Because yes, I have seen episodes where girls were fine in the beginning. Things were fine in the beginning. And then something just happened and caused a turn of events. So I understand that. But I'm saying we need to at least weed it out as early as possible if we see these things. If you already know the person is no good for you, forget instant gratification. Forget the fact that he might be cute and all these things you're thinking in your head. Forget that. Forget it. You need to be focused on the little details, right? The details that tell you whether or not this person would be good for you, okay? We've already discussed how non-important they are when it comes to guys and how, you know, looks are really our job. So we don't really care when a guy is cute because we know that it's really our job to be cute. You know, it's not really his job. I know you Libras out there. I understand you want somebody who's good looking, but... I can't put that over really anything else. Shows like this are very, very informative because it shows us what girls have done, how they ended up in that situation, you know, what led up to it. And ultimately the the end game, um, that was a bad analogy, not end game. Okay. The end result. Yeah. The end result of what happens when you do these things. What happens when you allow yourself to be swept into um, a blinded love affair, right? So what happens is I see girls that are literally killing people, sometimes friends, sometimes family members, right? Like people they're even close to. Um, I've seen girls actually kill their own mother, kill their own um, friend or their boyfriend's friend, whatever, just people they knew, which is which is just crazy to me, but I've seen them do this for their man or for the ability to stay with him. You know, the whole teenage mindset of my parents are stopping me from being with you or my parents are stopping me from living my life. The only way I can live is if they die. Like, I I don't know where this dramatic theatric mindset comes from, but they need to just write a movie because I mean, the drama is there. The drama is there, okay? Because they're definitely dramatic, but it's just like, I mean, killing your parents, killing your family members, I don't understand. I just don't get it, you know? Like, I'll be damned if I have a child that uh, thought it was okay to harm me simply because it would allow them to live their life the way they want to. First of all, when we're teenagers and even young adults, our minds are not even fully formed and developed. So... I don't feel like dating young is recommended anyways. 
especially when your mind is this freaking warped. You're talking about the only way I'll be able to live is if my parents aren't there. That's pretty sick. But we see these girls doing this. We see it. We see them valuing their relationships, the lives of their boyfriends over, you know, their family, which I find very strange. But what I don't understand is, okay, say someone kills their parents because they feel like, okay, the only way I'll be able to be with my man is if you die, right? They killed the parents because that's how they felt. It's stupid. It doesn't make any logical sense. Listen, you can always run away. I don't recommend running away, but I'm saying do something normal, right? Get a different color wig or dye your hair, get a tattoo, you know, like get your eyebrow pierced. Do something normal. Do something that normal teenagers and young adults do, you know, do something more normal. But like killing a whole person is just, it's beyond normal. It's definitely beyond Normal. But the thing is, okay, say you do this. A person kills their family members because they feel like they had to, whatever. Then what? Then what? First of all, did did they think that they're not going to go to jail? Like, the thing that pisses me off about this is like, okay, you killed your parents because you felt like the only way you would be able to live your life the way you want to is if they're dead. But... Uh, honey, like, what, what did you think was going to happen? You thought nobody would, you thought you just wiped them off the grid. You thought nobody would ask questions. You thought the cops wouldn't. Like, that's the thing I don't understand. You did that just to go straight to jail. Like, if you're going to do something like that, which I really, really, really don't recommend. But I mean, it needs to be planned out. It needs to be like carefully done. You can't just kill your parents in your house and, and just, just get in the car and drive. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. But the point of the matter is we're not letting guys drive us to this point where we're like, not just killing people, but just doing anything illegal, anything harmful, anything terrible to another person or to ourselves or in general, right? The love for ourselves and our family, I have to add that in, needs to outshine the love for anybody else or the love that we're trying to attain from them. It's not worth it. It's totally not worth it. Even if you commit a crime like this, what I don't understand is who who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? Because he likely won't, right? These guys are not... You thought, okay, I see. You thought that he was going to visit you in jail. Baby girl, <laughs> I had to use the be Simone voice, like baby girl. No, she's she's gonna be in that cell thinking about what she did for a, a while, you know, and all that for my man stuff goes out the window because now she's with a whole woman, you know. She a lesbian in there. She gay for the stay. So who's gonna be there if someone decides to commit a crime for their man or whatever? He's not going to be visiting you. It's, I don't understand. You thought you were going to live happily ever after. That is not, you're not Bonnie and Clyde. You know, and I don't know what happened at the end of that story. They could have went to jail. I don't know. But you're not them, right? And I think we have idolized Bonnie and Clyde too much in society because people people really think that they're going to be like the next Bonnie and Clyde. No, no. 
The Bonnie and Clydes who get away, we don't know their name because they're still getting away now, right? So, yeah. But it's like, who's going to be there if you get locked up? Who's going to be there? Nobody. So we all know Remy Ma and um, her man who stood by her the whole time she was in jail. He said something. I couldn't find the clip. But then again, I didn't really search as much because I was already about to record. But I'm just going to say he said that women who are in jail, they don't get as many visitors as the men. Right. Like a lot of times that he's went there to visit Remy Ma. He said that it was rather empty, but the men's visiting area was full. So he's saying anytime he goes to visit a guy in prison, you know, like maybe one of his friends or something, the area is more full than when he goes to visit his girl, Remy, you know, well, back in the day, because she's obviously out of prison now. But I find, I found that at the time very, just, just shocking. It made me think, you know. A lot of these women who are on this show for my man and not even on the show, a lot of the girls who just go to jail for their man or, you know, try to hold him down and all this and be a ride or die. It does not come with a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Okay. It doesn't. And the likelihood that he will visit you, put money on your books and all that is very slim. Very slim because guys tend to be forgetful. We talked about that in the last episode, how forgetful they are and out of sight, out of mind, you know, you're no longer there. So he can't get sex from you. So he's focused on getting it from other girls, making money, doing whatever he's doing, but he's, you know, talking to other girls, trying to get, you know, with them and you in jail, you know what I mean? So you're not really giving him anything. So if he's one of those guys who feels like I'm not, I can't get nothing from her while she's behind this wall. She's no benefit to me right now. I need to worry about me and what I'm doing and what I'm about to do. If he's one of those guys, then good luck sister. And that's just one example, right? Because like I said, not every guy thinks like this, but a lot of them do surprisingly. Yes. And Papoose has made this more real when he said what he said about these visiting areas, you know, and Remy wasn't in jail. Let's be clear. She was not in jail for her man. She was in jail for her coin. Okay. She wasn't playing with sister about her bag. And that's how she ended up going to jail. I'm not going to say the whole story, but, um, thankfully the girl who she did, um, harm lived to see another day and she's still alive. Thankfully. So that's great. But yeah, so Remy wasn't in jail for that or whatever, but her man was visiting her. He still, you know, was that guy who did what he was supposed to do when your girl is in need of some help, some support, some assistance. He stood by her. And that is rather admirable because we know most of them don't have that kind of heart. And shout out to Remy Ma. You know, I'm glad she's out of prison. I'm glad that she's okay. She's living better. You know, she got back into the music. So I'm I'm really happy about that. Not only am I a fan of her music and her as a person, but I also just like to see people happy and winning because when she got out of jail, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if she was going to get back into the music business or um, what she would, you know, do. But apparently, yes, yeah, she's, she's rapping. She's doing her thing. She was on Love and Hip Hop. 
still with her man. They got married. They had a baby. Like, you know, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fairy tale. Well, okay, maybe not the prison part, but after, you know, after. That was the beautiful part. That was the part <laughs> that put a tear in my eye. But um, yeah, back to what I'm saying. So, you know, women, they're not getting visited by these men. They're not getting money put on their books. They're not getting held down. Like, stop making sacrifices, hoping that it'll pay off. Stop putting yourself in a situation where you're like, okay, well, maybe if I do this, he'll hold me down. No, no, no. That's being in the losing position. We talked about this, right? So no, just no, right? The women, they're not getting visited. Like I said, men... We know, you know, they're getting visited by their girlfriends, their side chicks, their wives. (laughs) Let me stop. But um, their mothers, their sisters, all these things, they're getting visited. We know. They're getting visited. It's a bit different with them. They're getting visitors. They're good. Now, that whole show for my man, I just can't. Don't, Don't let me catch you on that show. Seriously, don't let me catch you on that show. Because if I catch you on that show, I'm going to visit you. See? And it's going to be a different kind of visit. Okay? I'm going to be knocking you over the head. (laughs) Okay? I need you to be smart and not put yourself in these potential situations. You know, when you're dealing with a guy who is living his life righteously, you don't got to worry about these things for the most part. You know? So, just know. And I know a lot of girls are going to be talking about love and how it blinds you. Yes, love blinds you. We know love is something that has eyes of its own. It sees things in its own way, right? Love has its own set of eyes. And that's why we feel like our eyes are blind while we're in love because love is the one that's looking. We're not looking anymore, right? So it's easy to be blinded by love. It makes you do crazy things. I know. But this is exactly why we have to be careful of one, who we love, right? Their personality, their traits, and the company that they keep too. And two, the love that we are falling in. Is it beneficial or detrimental to us, right? Should we really engage in this or will it hurt us later? So we have to make decisions now that we can be proud of later. We have to think clearly, you know, is this beneficial? Be real. I noticed a lot of girls have trouble with being real. They want to sugarcoat everything. They want to, you know, not seem like a mean girl. Just stop. Listen, I'd rather be called mean than stupid. Let me say that again to the girls who ain't hear it. I'd rather be called mean than stupid. So before we're getting into these partnerships, before we're getting into friendships or even affiliating ourselves with anyone, we are asking ourselves, is this going to be beneficial to me or is it going to be detrimental to me? Is associating myself with this person going to make my life better? Is it going to keep it the same? Is it going to make it go um, downhill? Right? So these are real questions. Get real. Stop painting these pictures in your head like, oh, I see his potential. That is one word that I actually don't like. Potential. Potential. Everybody's talking about potential. 
Newsflash, buddy. Potential doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't. So we need to work with what we have right now. If he's a thug right now, that's what he is. That's it. Don't try to shine him up in your head and, oh, well, if he just goes back to school. Oh, if he just gets a job. No. No. Right now in the moment, right now in este momento, there is no hope for the boy. (laughs) Nah, there's hope for him. You know, I feel like there's hope for everybody, all jokes aside. But back to what I'm saying, there's no hope for the boy. There is no way that you should be involving yourself with this person if right now in the moment, right now, not potential, not what he could be, not could, should, would, right? What is, not what could, not what should, not what would, but what is right now in the moment is what you need to be looking at. Is he running with a bad crowd? Is he, um, you know, dealing with the streets? Is he someone who has a terrible temper? That's another thing. Because I've seen episodes where the guy may have not have been this thug, but, you know, they're leaving a club, for example. Boyfriend loses his temper. And next thing you know, he's killing someone. She's killing someone outside the club or in the parking lot or, you know, just something just ratchet. So this show shows us what not to do, essentially, because there there is no reward unless you see an orange jumpsuit as a reward, because that's all you're going to get in, in a set of braids. Okay. Do you know how hard it is to look good in orange? It's tough. Okay. You can't use the phone when you want to, you got braids. In. It's, just, it's not a good look, sis. It's not a good look. So like I said, don't want to catch you on that show because if I do, I'm going to visit you. I'm going to visit you and you're going to be mad because I'm not going to be as nice as I've been. I'm not going to be as kind and charming. I'm not. I'm going to come there with a bonnet on. (laughs) But we have to ask ourselves a serious question. Do you want that life? Do you want struggle love, struggle life? Do you want to be stressed, worried, and just live it? Listen, even if you're not um, committing a crime or whatever for your man, being an accomplice, turning your head, pretending like you don't see it, pretending like you don't hear it, and, and just existing in the same world as him is still as detrimental because... We can't think for other people. We don't know the people he's dealing with and what they're thinking and what, how their minds work. They might scoop to the level of messing with the guy's girlfriend, which is you, who screwed him over or who he doesn't like or something. So we have to think smart, okay? It might sound paranoid, but listen, I've never been hurt. I've never been in these type of situations. I look both ways before I cross the street, twice. Okay, I look I look both ways twice because I feel like I might have missed something <laughs> in that first glance, you know? So I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on, let me let me check again, right? So we need to look both ways before we cross these streets. Okay? 
look both ways. Love yourself enough to always put yourself first. Think about you. What's going to happen to you? Forget us, you know, you and the guy. Forget the whole um, we consciousness, you know. Forget that, like, togetherness that you feel. Forget that. Because right now it's about you and where you're going to end up. So these shows are, like I said, they're very informative. They help us to see what happens in these situations, how these situations even came about. But when we love ourselves enough to say, okay, I'm not going to put myself in this situation. Because remember, we are our own parent and we are our own child. So when we love ourselves enough to not put ourselves in these situations, we have a better quality of life. You know, we have a safer life. So you're your own parent because you have to tell yourself what to do. You have to chastise yourself. When you become an adult, it's not that you don't have parents anymore. Now you become the parent. Now you're the one who has to say, oh, work out today. Oh, do your work. Oh, do this. You know what I'm saying? And you're your own child because you have to listen to that. So you're playing both roles. You know, being your own child is having to nurture yourself, having to make sure that you're okay at all times, checking in on yourself, making sure that you're um, protecting yourself, right? So you're your own child. You're your own person that you have to protect and watch out for. It's really the way it goes. So with you being your own parent, with you being your own child, you have to be careful with what situations you get yourselves in. So that's really all I wanted to say on this topic. Don't let yourself get in this situation. Don't get swept up into struggle love or thug love, street love, hood love, whatever. <laughs> don't. Just don't. Um, and lastly, don't let me catch you on this show. Like, I have to say that again. I'm so serious. Don't. And one last thing that I will say is all the girls who have been on this show, all the girls who have done these things and not ended up on the show, I'm hoping that they've found clarity and they've come to peace with what they've done and the experiences that they've been through. Um, I'm hoping that they're seeking counsel and they're, you know, making better decisions nowadays and loving themselves and putting themselves first. And over a guy or any union whatsoever. I'm hoping that that's what they're doing. I'm hoping that things are looking up for them. And with that being said, I love you ladies. We love ourselves. Bye. If you would like to support this show, you can do so at patreon.com slash weareworthygirl or you can do so at paypal.me slash theworthygirl. We also now have a... We also now have... We also now have merchandise available, which you can find at teespring.com slash stores slash weareworthygirl. Oh. We also now have merchandise available, which you can find on the podcast website. <clears throat>
We also now have merchandise available, which you can find on the podcast website. It'll say shop the brand, or if you're following us on Facebook or Instagram, which you should be, then you'll be able to find it there in the website link. Okay, so now that we've got... Said that, let's get back to the show.